Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Andy Brent Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. Kick things off. Kristen Burt will join us right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. I love that song. That's Hollywood swinging. Knowing that Kristen's going to be on right after this brings a, that music brings a smile to my face. Oh, just just hearing that Kristen Burt's going to be on when you hear that music. <laughs> I don't hear the music. Oh, we heard it was Hollywood swinging by Cool and the Gang, sister. Yeah. So what's happening with you? So. It's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Oh, happy, yeah. birthday. happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kristen Bird. Happy birthday to you. Now, was that was that uh, was that uh, Bill uh, Bill Murray? Uh, Bill Murray is the yes, uh, that's right. lounge singer. singer. The lounge singer. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Snap his finger. Unbelievable. Happy birthday, Kristen. What does it feel like to be seventy? Feels amazing. A day over 22. Not a day over 22. Could could you get a little more volume with her? Thank you. That'd be great. There you go. Awesome. So, what are you going to do for your birthday? Well, it's Giving Tuesday, so I'm raising money today in honor of my birthday for American Dance Movement. So, it's the fun underserved communities and give them uh, dance education. $62 funds a child's dance education for a year. God, what a waste of time. No, no. <laughs> just kidding. You know what? I just no, no. Seriously, we just did a whole had a whole discussion on this because dance is always considered like fluff or extra or whatever. But there are major studies out there, you know, saying kids involved in arts in general, and you know, this goes through music and acting and, and art itself. Uh, but you know, they're more focused. They have more discipline. They do better in school, and that's always the first thing that gets cut from the school system. Um, but also, when it comes to all of the brain diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and everything else, dances, and in fact, specifically ballroom dance is one of the best things you can do to help um, sort of stave off some of the effects of um, especially Alzheimer's. Yeah, it's one, of the, wonderful. it's one of the physical activities in high school that high school and grade school, middle school, that can be continued throughout your life, unlike certain sports that can't be. So, yeah, this is something I think is one of the lifelong uh, skills that I think are really important. I agree with you. Thank you. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so, Giving Tuesday, why does it come right after Thanksgiving Thursday? <laughs> because every day is has something. You know, we've got Black Friday, Small Business Why does it have Saturday, to be Black Friday? <laughs> Cyber Monday. 
That, you know, what is the history of, of Black Friday? Why is it called that? I, don't I have know. no idea why it's oh. called Black well, it's, Friday. It's because the stores are in the black. Mm-hmm. Because they sell oh. so much stuff. Oh, yeah. so they're in the they're yeah, in that, the Black Friday. That's, that's mm-hmm. when the profits go for, the, the, the the profits go from or not the yeah, the profits go from red to black. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, go, Black on Friday. The spreadsheet, on the spreadsheet, that's the tradition. Is it true they did like nineteen billion dollars worth of business between retail and, and digital? Nineteen wow. billion dollars, man. It's a lot of do re mi. Target is really pick, uh, picking up their game as far as digital is concerned. That's a very smart move on their part because they have both retail and warehouse and digital. Uh, they could give Amazon a run for their money. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Oh, in some ways, yeah, but in other ways, no, because Amazon just has—it's just a different model. You know, you're still you're still working from a bricks and mortar model. Although Amazon's trying to come right. into they bricks are. and mortar they with are, the grocery yep. stores, with some of the regular stores as Whole well. Whole Foods, yep. Yeah. So, I just all I know is with the whole the, the whole deal with Amazon, I do not like what they do with the U.S. Postal Service. That pisses me off to no end. The fact that they, we literally have to pay for delivery of Amazon because they cut that kind of deal with USPS. I mean, once again, the taxpayer gets screwed. I have to ask you guys a question. This is just, it's, it is kind of political, but not, you know, no big deal. Does it make you uncomfortable? Because <clears throat> it certainly makes me uncomfortable that between the President of the United States, Michael Bloomberg, and Tom Steyer, we have three billionaires that want to be president. There must be a lot of money in being president, man. Mm -hmm. That's right. A lot of money. Yep. It scares me to death. This is all about money now, isn't it? Yep. Uh, I think it is. I mean, and speaking of Amazon, Amazon doesn't pay tax. They pay zero dollars in tax. They pay no taxes, and they rip off the USPS. They should right. not be allowed to operate like that, and hopefully one of these days they won't be. I mean, the guy's worth almost well, $200 also, billion. Dollars. And Amazon now owns Whole Foods, which I will tell you has gone down in quality, at least in my local store. It's terrible. But I will also say that the benefits for part-time workers were cut um, at Whole Foods. And, mm-hmm. you know, things like health insurance really do matter these days to a lot of people, especially when it comes from an employer-based plan. I like it better when people call it whole paycheck because it is rather spendy. (laughs) (laughs) It is, man. I'll never forget the first time I went into a Whole Foods many, many years ago. I bought a quart of tuna salad. It was $20. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Tuna salad's 20 bucks? That's ridiculous. Okay, well... Maybe you can go to the ninety nine cent store and make tuna salad. Yeah, that's right. Ninety nine cent tuna salad. I might not eat that though, Chris. And I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> but you can make it. There's you a get bl- a tuna from a can. Well, that's you true. buy a brand new thing of mayo. You buy your celery because they sell produce now too. There, and probably it's probably gonna cost you less than five bucks. <laughs> Who's that dopey blonde woman singer that thought Chicken to the Sea was chicken? Oh, <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson, that's exactly who it was. Who, by the way, now owns a billion-dollar fashion empire. I know. I know. What What did I do by getting into the radio? What was I thinking? I could have had pants <laughs> out there for sale. <laughs> Tom poor. Bernard pants. Tom Bernard, <laughs> Bernard, this is for you. Um, slacks. Call them slacks. Everyone loves a good pair of slacks. Oh, slacks. Everybody likes slacks. Or trousers. How about trousers? No, trousers are baggier than slacks. Trousers are baggy. Yeah. I, I don't know. Are they? I did see, by the way, that plaid trousers are coming back in fashion, like oh, in the 1960s too? and 70s. Oh, yeah, do you that... have a pair? No, I do not have any. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to look like Jackie Gleason. Yeah, Great it's like, idea. It's, it's like the, 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 the Cossack boots. The mini skirts oh, yeah. and the hot pants—they sort of cycle. Each, oh, they're off. They're not on the, all of the same year, but they cycle every every two or three years. They cycle in and out, in and out, in and out. You know it, that is a, a fashion piece that continues for women. Just all those sort of things. Yeah, I got to ask you guys a question. So, because you're all all married, right? Everybody's married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I can't get it off my mind now, and it's just one of those things. With Catherine and I've been together for thirty-eight, going on thirty-nine years. We've been married for 35 years, and when I left the house, she's not feeling all that well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left the house, because she was sitting at her computer, and I leaned over and, and gave her shoulders a hug and kissed her on top of the head. 
And when I went to leave, she held on to my hand for an extra five seconds. Isn't that wonderful yeah. when your spouse does that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is very sweet. I love that so much, I can't even tell yeah, you. Maybe she should tell Lindsay to do that. <laughs> I'll send her some instructions <laughs> how to get that yeah, Lindsay done. Lindsay might, might, you know, I grab her shoulder. She just may be sh- brushing me off her shoulder. Get away from me. Get away from me. Andy, you and <laughs> Melissa hold hands almost all the time. How about you and Darkness? Yeah, we hold hands. We I love you that. Know, I just love it. We sit on the couch yeah. and, and, and Lindsay and I snuggle. Do. We hold hands. We walk together and think, yeah, that's, I shouldn't say that. So, Kristen, you force yourself on your husband? Do I force myself? Well, I just mean holding <laughs> hands. That's I just mean holding hands. Am I affectionate? Yes. Yeah, you know how Isn't like, that oh, wonderful? I was like, that sounds awful. Um, uh, but I, you know, everyone has their uh, love language. I am definitely someone that likes touch. So I'm a very affectionate yep. person. I yes, come from an affectionate family. I'm the same way. The touch is a big thing to me. It really is. And it is to Catherine, too. But I, I hopefully everybody, and you know, for people who are listening now, the thousands and thousands of people that are listening, just try it once, and you aren't going to believe how cool it is. Because you don't want anything. You just want to hold on to their hand for an extra few seconds. It's the greatest. It's a great thing. Yeah. Right? I would say that is one of the sweetest things I've heard in a long time, Tom. That's I love it, sweet. man. Yeah. I can't get it off my mind because it was like, oh, man, why do I have to go to work? I want to just sit here and look at her. That's <laughs> uh, and I still love doing that. So, Kristen. Yeah. Oh, did you get all misty on me there? I heard that. Did I what? I said, did you get all misty there? You sound like you were misty. I like you're getting oh, old. yeah, I'm crying. I'm hysterically crying. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's She's crying on her birthday. So what are you going to do for your birthday? I have to work today, um, but we're going to go and celebrate um, this weekend. I don't know what my husband has planned. It's always a surprise. Oh, so, that's good. Um, I'm actually hoping... Because I haven't been yet, but we've got, you know, Harry Potter World here at Universal. I'm kind of hoping we're spending the day there and having a little butterbeer. A butterbeer? What's butterbeer? What is that? I don't even know what that is. Butterbeer is like, it's like a butterscotch drink it's that actually... they serve at Harry Potter World. Oh, really? Everyone takes Instagram photos with it, yeah. Yeah, I, oh. I have one, and it's frothy, so I have oh, like froth- the frothy mustache. mustache. Sure. I'll show you the picture. But yeah, it's actually really good. I'm not a huge thing on sweet, huh. super right, sweet drinks. right. Um, but it was just the right amount of sweetness. It wasn't like super sugary, like cream soda, but it had like a hint of it. It mm-hmm. was really good, and it's not beer, like beer. beer. Oh, so it's butter beer, just right. butter scotch. Okay. Yeah, kids deal. can have it. The kids I can have it. love butterscotch, so that would it's right in my wheel because I absolutely love butter. I love caramel and butterscotch. Delicious stuff, don't you think? I love butterscotch pudding. Is one of my favorites. Mine like a too. Salted. Butterscotch. And you'll be up at NBC Universal and you'll be protected by the umbrella of Early Warning Labs. Yep, it's all true. Josh's, uh, that's one of the beta sites for Josh's uh, system for uh, early tremor warning. So if it's going to shake, if it's going to shake, all the lights are going to come on, the rides are going to stop, and the announcement's going to come on. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. So, Kristen. Oh, go ahead, sir. No, go ahead. You were going to ask a question. I'm I was not. Oh, I thought you were. Um, nope. I was going to ask you something else about entertainment. No, I forgot. What the Uh-oh. hell do I know? No, it's it's just great. It's your birthday. I just talked to a friend of mine that I haven't talked to in a while, and I'm all very happy about that. I'm in far too good a mood to be on the air right now. Yeah. It's Giving Tuesday. <laughs> it's going to ruin it my image. On, on Saturday evening. At about uh, at about nine o'clock, we went. We were in Vegas. We went to the Monkey Bar. Oh, the Monkey Bar, yeah, the sure. The Monkey Bar yeah. in Pieros. Yep. And guess who performed? Who has been performing there for six years? She owns owns the spot. It's her place. Pia Zadora. Oh, really? <laughs> Pia Zadora dancing in a oh, not, not, oh. Well, she wasn't dancing. She was moving, but she wasn't dancing. We wouldn't call it dancing, but she was singing. And she and man, she looked great. This woman looked great. Do I get to tell my Pia Zadora story now? Oh, please. Yeah. You ready oh, for this one, Kristen? <laughs> yes. Pia Zadora, for people who don't know, many years ago married a very wealthy man named Michelin Rickless. He was a Hebrew teacher in St. Paul, as a matter of fact, at one time. But then she met him, I believe, out in Los Angeles. They were both out there. And they got married. 
at one. I don't know if they still are, but they were. And he funded her her uh, run at being a movie star, right? And her Golden Globe win. Golden Globe win. That's exactly right. Well, she also went on the road in the Diary of Anne Frank play, right? Oh, <laughs> oh you're gonna love this. This is this is about this is about as da- about Texas as it gets. So she's at the Dallas Playhouse, Pia Zadora, in the Diary of Anne Frank. So, so the first act ends, curtain closes. Uh, the second act begins, and the Nazis are marching across the stage in their hobnail boots. And one of the old cowboys out in the audience yells out, She's in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he didn't, didn't care much for the play. He turns a little girl over to the Nazis just so he could go home. That's real nice, sir. God, I guess she, I guess Pia Zadora was just a terrible actor. Oh, well, she was a great singer and a, gr- was a gr- she? good show person. Yeah, she was. She was a good showman. Did a wonderful job. I I, I enjoyed the act. She had, they had another fellow who was singing, uh, sort of a. Uh, not a protege, but uh, an understudy of Sammy Davis Jr. Really? Yeah, he was. He would move. He did a great. I'm gonna dance. Just can make the sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit of that. Oh, it was a great, great show. Great That's show. Wonderful. P is still at it. And in which hotel? No, at Piero's. Oh, Piero's. Okay. Mon- the yeah. monkey room. The at monkey Piero. room. That's right. That's right. You mentioned that. That's that, see, that's great stuff. That's one thing about being in Los Angeles. I said, Kristen, you must run into famous people all the time. I would imagine living there, don't you? You do, especially when you're going like grocery shopping and you right. think, "Oh, right. I went to school with them," and then you realize, "No, that's someone from Grey's Anatomy." It happens a lot. Yeah, I yeah. would imagine that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, probably I, true. I was at Pavilions there on uh, on. Uh, Alameda, and I was walking through. Garrett Morris was walking through. I love Garrett Morris. He didn't look so good. What he, a night! That's what I heard. He He's, looked a little beat up. Yeah, that's what not, I heard. Not beat up physically, but just looked worn. worn Life had punched him in the stomach. Yeah, a little bit of that. We'll take a break. Be right back with Kristen Burt. We're going to find out what the hell's going on in Hollywood next with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The X-Chat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The X-Check app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Of the century in the clear blue skies over Germany. We're back to the Nazis, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with Kristen Burt. You know, I gotta do someday. I I was thinking about this. I have to get a friend of mine who can do a perfect John Lennon impression. I mean, singing, Mm -hmm. right? 
I gotta I gotta get him to cut you a version of so this is Kristen instead of Christmas. <laughs> How great! That was I was thinking, amazing. So this is Kristen, and what have you done? How great would that, that would be? Awesome! I love. We gotta That's get him awesome. to do that. I love it. We'll get him to do it. We'll. I, I will get my friend to do it because he sounds just like him. Mo definitely. I think his son Julian uh, doesn't he sound like? He's a wonderful. Julian's a great he guy. He sounds like John too. He does. He, yep. When he sings, does sound a lot like him. He had that hit in like I want to say like the late early eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. Looks like him too. As a matter of yeah. fact, we had him on the podcast. What did he, man, Andy? You were what did he, what did Julian Lennon say on the podcast? It was really nice. Something for you and Alex. It was really sweet. You don't remember that. Uh, I know I, what you're talking I, about, but I can't remember. Did yeah. he leave a message for Alex or he, something? Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, he left her a message for her on her birthday or something. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that was it. How nice a man is that guy right there? Did you ever meet him, Kristen? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. I don't cover music, so I don't encounter too many people in the music circles because of that. Well, not to mention, doesn't he live in England? So I pretty far away. I I don't know where he lives now. I'm sure he's he's doing just fine. So, because eventually I know that uh, Yoko had to kick in because she didn't want to give him any of the money from John. Mm. John died. He left it behind like three, four, five hundred million dollars, and she wanted to keep the whole thing. It's like, geez, <laughs> is that enough did. money for you there, Yoko? You think five hundred will make it? Let's see. As I think far as I money. can tell, he just still lives in Liverpool. Oh, he does. Okay, I think so. Yeah, hell of a nice guy. Really, really nice man. So, Jacob Dylan or Julian Lennon? Which do you think's better? You know, I like them both. To tell you the yeah. truth, because I like Jacob Dylan too a lot. Yeah, he, he, uh, Jacob Dylan did that. Uh, uh, did the documentary about the uh, talent in Laurel Canyon? Yeah, yeah, right. And it, he was a little dry in that. He didn't seem like yeah, too much understand. personality in that. But well, it's not like the old man was telling jokes every five minutes. <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe so these two guys walk into a bar. I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> And that's not a good joke-telling voice. I still love the fact, though, that my buddy, my Minnesota buddy, Bob Dylan, was given the Nobel Peace Prize, and he wasn't going to show up. He said, I don't want that. But they made him show up and accept it. <laughs> you know, do you know the story about him and, and uh, the Obamas? Do you know that story at all, Kristen? I don't. Every, pretty much every president since Richard Nixon and probably even before that, maybe, I don't know, maybe Lyndon Johnson, I suppose, because that's who was the president when he broke big. He broke, what, 64? 64 or 65, so that would have been Lyndon Johnson. But all these presidents always wanted to meet Bob Dylan, and he would never meet with any of them because he doesn't like meeting famous people. (laughs) He'll meet like you or me. But he doesn't want to meet really famous people. So the Obamas apparently showed up at one of his shows a couple of years ago. And they wanted to come backstage and meet him. He said, no, I, I don't want anybody backstage. They said, but it's the president of the United States. He said, I don't care who it is. I don't want anybody backstage. They said, what, don't you want to meet the president? He goes, eh, no. Goes on stage, does his deal, and show you what a nice man this guy is. After the show, he went out into the audience and shook hands with the Obamas just so he didn't look like he didn't like them or something. He didn't want to meet them, but he went out of his way to shake hands, and then he went backstage, and they were not invited backstage, (laughs) which was such a Bob Dylan thing to do, isn't it? I love that guy. I love it. it. (laughs) Who was it that, that walked by him the other day? He was apparently sitting outside. Uh, What other day? I should. I think it was about a month ago. It was not around Lake Nokomis or something like that. I can't remember where it was. He, Lake Nokomis or something. And somebody walked past him. He was sitting on a on a park bench. Yep. He's this, this is hanging this, out. This yeah. is still his home. He still has his uh, ranch over in uh, Corcoran. Corcoran. Yeah. And he spends spends a lot of time here. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's a citizen here. He is a citizen. A hell of a job. What a talent. Just another su- supreme talent like Kristen Burt from Minnesota. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> How long did you yes. live here? Uh, two years. Two years, okay. That's good enough. Two years. Close yep. enough. Yeah, it was cold enough. I'll tell you that. <sighs> it's cold <laughs> enough right now, I will tell you that, sister. It's not that bad right Do now. you guys have snow on the ground now? Oh, yeah. I know we the got, East Coast got hit. You know, 
This is the last time I'm going to bring it up because I'm sure people are sick to death of me bringing it up. But we just got back from visiting uh, Catherine's mother and father, who are 93 and 96 years old. They live in Cottonwood, Arizona, which is about 25 minutes from Sedona. The snow falling on the Red Rock Mountains and Cliffs was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Oh, my God, was that beautiful. Have you ever seen that, Kristen? Um, I haven't been to that area, but oh. Arizona is really yeah. beautiful. There's a lot of really pretty areas. It snowed on the Red Rocks in Red Rock Canyon uh, in Vegas. Uh, oh. Josh and I took a hike. Uh, oh, nice hike up through the snow and <clears throat> yep. really beautiful. Beautiful. We, we did the same thing. We went up to Sedona and did a little hiking up there. It was snowing like mad. It was unbelievable. Yeah. We got out just in time. You did get out just in time. That's true. Especially since we flew out of Flagstaff. It was going to get like oh, 27 right. inches, I think. Yeah, so Flagstaff was going to get 27 inches. You did get lucky. Can't fly out of that, no matter where you are. Yeah, that would have been a little difficult. We, no when we were that. driving up there, we kept passing plow after plow on their way up to Flagstaff. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So you got you literally got on the plane just as it started yeah. falling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. We were thinking Lucky, about this. Lucky, uh, because, yeah, if we had been trapped in there, that would have sucked. Exactly. So, Kristen, I think I'm hoping one day this week to set aside eight hours to watch The Irishman. What do you think? Oh, gosh, yeah. I think you need an entire day. Because you do. Yes, you need you intermission do. for snacks. Mm-hmm. You need bathroom break. Yep. Um, you need a little time for maybe a little bit of boredom and then, you know, maybe play a game and then come on back to it. <laughs> a little bit of boredom. That's nice. Maybe some slow parts. Yeah. I heard it's, it's really, so really good. I heard it's really good. It's good. It's very dude heavy. So it's, oh, it's not really heavy. my kind of film. It's yeah, really it's dude heavy. Basically the Irish Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Not a whole it's lot of women my like the Godfather. You know what? You just made me do something I've never done before, Kristen Burt. Uh-oh, what'd I do? I have never used the term dude before in my life. <laughs> this is your fault now. I'm, a, I'm all dude. It's my birthday. Up. It's your birthday. Happy be dude day. For everything. It's my birthday. It's my, I actually call it my birthday. Get it? Uh, my last name's Burt. Uh, my birthday. Happy birthday my to you. Day. I remember... But, uh... Yeah, it's a dude movie. So, oh, it is a dude, dude movie all the way. Okay, I did it again. Now I use like, it again. Dude stuff. Yep, that's your movie. Was it in American Graffiti where 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 Wolfman Jack walks out and says he goes, "Here's one for all the dudes and dudettes." <laughs> was that? The, I think so. I think it was in American movie. Graffiti. Oh. <laughs> the dudes and the dudettes. Is that a might have been on the Midnight Special though? Might have been on there instead. Oh, he! Oh, what a great That's a guy! Really good great movie. guy. Really, really great guy. He. He actually cut some audio for me because you know the raspy, raspy voice. Yeah. My raspy voice. <laughs> Chuck Knapp, who used to be the program director at KSTV, sends me this tape, reel to reel. I put it on, and it's Wolfman Jack going, "Catman, you're doing a good job stealing my act." <laughs> it's just phenomenal because he had his all raspy voice going. Yeah, yeah is, is it true that he he left LA, went to Mexico because they had That's a hundred thousand watt station, and That's he broadcast correct. all of Southern California. I believe it was XRTA. Was it XRTA? I think it was what it was. Wow, XTRA. That's what. It, yeah, it was XTRA. There you go. extra. Yeah, because KNX was the fifty thousand watt station there, and there were no other larger stations. But Mexico had a big station, the hundred thousand watt fire breathing dragon. There you go, baby. Kristen, do you think I should have taken the KLOS job 25 years ago? Do you think I would have fit in in Los Angeles? I think you would have taken L.A. by storm. Oh, you think so? Because, I, yeah, because 25 yeah. years ago I was offered the KLOS morning job. Before Mark and Brian, I was offered that you job. You could have been Mark and Brian. I mean, you could have been you could have been where Mark and Brian are. Well, they're both out of the business now, so thanks a lot. But anyway. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I don't are they? So then maybe you should Maybe you made the right decision. <clears throat> Because I know that, that Mark, I believe it was Mark that took a job again on a rock station, but I think the, they flipped format, and so he's not there anymore. I will say that the, the Los Angeles radio market is pretty fickle. Um, yeah, it, it really it, is. It, it does. And so, honestly, in terms of longevity and things like that, it's probably best that you didn't because um, it's hard to be on the air for over a decade. 
How about for in 40 Los years? Angeles? Because they change formats <laughs> or they they do this all the time. They right, formats right. or they go out of business or you know how it is. You know, we think about that. Yeah, that's the one thing people go, oh, God, why didn't you go to New York? Why don't you go to Chicago? Why don't you go to Los Angeles? Because yeah, you never know. I, I, you could be killing it in one market, but you never know. You could go there and kill it in that market, or you could just fall flat on your face. You just don't or know. Or all of a sudden, yeah, or things implode. I mean, I really think yeah. about um, Jamie and Danny. Like, and that's Danny Bonaducci I'm referring to. Yeah. He and Jamie White had a wildly successful show out here in Los Angeles for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then their own success was kind of their own demise. Um, And there was so much infighting and everything else. And he was still dealing with uh, battling his sobriety, honestly. Um, Right. That, um, and then Jamie basically got him kicked out. And then she had her own show with two of the other guys. And then that, then they completely were yanked off the air, and I think they went to podcasting like way before podcasting was a thing. And I don't know where she is now. Right, I couldn't right. even tell you. Yeah, he another guy by the way, Danny Bonaducci, nicest guy in the world when he's not drinking. Yeah, great guy. He's a really nice guy, but man, when he was drinking, he was a piece of work. I will tell you that. That was a yeah. He did a reality show somewhere in there, and that was a mess. It was a kind of at the tail end of oh. his marriage to. His wife at the time, they yeah. had two young kids. It was yep. really hard to watch, honestly. You used an interesting term uh, there, saying he was battling his sobriety. Battling? That is a, you, that's a Not great alcoholism. use of that term. Yeah, battling. You shouldn't be battling your sobriety. No, you that's shouldn't Right, be. and that's yeah, really what he was, though. Like, yeah, it I wasn't know. even like, yeah, battling his addiction. He was battling his sobriety. <laughs> wow. At the time, I don't think wanted to be sober. <laughs> okay, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but i got to ask you, because this fraud... So America's Got Talent has a problem with Gabriel Union and oh, they're, yeah. you know, Simon Cowell. And they're, they're, you know, talking about she said it was kind of racist or sexist or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, Howard Stern, who was apparently fired from that show, right? He was fired from America's Got Talent, doesn't he? Wasn't he? I believe so. Um, yeah. But And this has been Simon Cowell's show for a long time. So, yeah. I think he's he's got a, he's got a beef probably with Simon Cowell. I love that word. He's got a beef. Uh, he's got a beef. Um, he's got a beef. I don't really understand this comment though. Anybody's ever heard the Howard Stern show, whether it's on the radio or on Sirius or whatever? Howard Stern has a theory on America's Got Talent chaos. He says that Simon Cowell wants hotter and younger chicks. You're criticizing him for that. Your whole yeah, goddamn like career <laughs> has been based on hot young chicks. Yeah, yeah. right? like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. And trying to talk him into taking their clothes off. Yeah, exactly. What, what Your whole career. You're not funny in the. Howard Stern is not funny in the least. All human behavior ultimately goes back to projection. It really That's does. My theory. It really does. Literally everything everyone does is them projecting their own insecurities and evils. I saw that and I was like, what in I the know. hell is he talking about? private parts? Yeah, I private mean, parts. Oh my gosh. I remember his E! show. Remember his E! on oh, um, I do, yeah. E! News show? Yeah, and I just remember it was like just girls taking their clothes off and like bikinis. And hey, it's and I was though. always like, what is this? Because I never listened I to him and I'm like, what is this show? Yeah, you watch it twice and you go, well, I can't watch I'm not going to watch this anymore. It's the same show every time. It is. It's the same show every time. And it's women regular. topless giving him massages in studio while on air. Right. I mean, come on. But, but Simon Cowell's I mean, a bad guy. It's all voice, so how much of that do you think, oh, there's a hot chicken studio now, here she comes. Yeah, Whoa. I know. You can't prove she's not. The whole, <laughs> thing is, the whole thing is just so insane. And by the way, uh, very quickly, you know the, the people that said things 30 years ago that are now being fired from their jobs? You know you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. The whole time I lived in New York and listened to Howard Stern, he would refer to urban white people as the big N only with a W. W-I-G-G-E-R. Remember that? That was a really common, that was a very common term. And obviously he was probably the one that made it popular. Right. And and apparently that's okay, though. And that's okay, though. He could go ahead and he can get away with that because he, you know, has the right political bent. I grew up saying it and I didn't even think anything of it. That's just... Well, I know, but you were a little kid. Yeah, but an adult should have known better. It wasn't until I was a little older that I was like, wait a minute. Hmm. (laughs) I I tried to tell you when you were a little kid you should call them hunky mother effers, but you wouldn't do it. (laughs) 
you know, I tried to help you out. We'll take a break and be right back with Kristen Burt. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Do, 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 do. Happy birthday to Kristen Berg. 22 days. Do, 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 do. Happy birthday to Kristen Berg. Oh, Kristen Berg. <laughs> I'm having fun on your birthday, sister. I just want to even I love it. It's probably even just better for her because she can't actually hear the background music. That's true. She so can't she hear the background. It was just you, like, melodically <laughs> singing. Can you tell what song it was, Kristen? Did you hear what my I son just said about my singing voice? He said it was amelodic. <laughs> I heard that. Amelodic. I think it was the peanut. Was it the peanut? Yes. Yes, it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Well, at least I knew I could recognize that, so that's good. It's from my amoral or whatever. It's like it was. Amoral. My amoral. It was dysrhythmic. It was dysrhythmic. you got to get the clock. There we go. Thank you very much. Great to there be here. There Cut your nails some other time. There we go. <laughs> there we go. We got it. It's a new battery. Yeah, probably true. That thing has always sucked, though. You, remember, <laughs> you tried to use it for a week. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> I looked like I was interpretive dancing yeah, trying were. to get the clock to you start. Were indeed. It's a wand. It's not a remote. And I gave it I gave it up and gave it to your mom to start it because at her angle, she could get it just right. So, Kristen... I am not happy that there are only two episodes of uh, Silicon Valley left. Final season, only two more episodes. What the hell is that all about? It's actually only one That more. means you can go and start at the beginning and binge it all over again. I've seen it. I, I think that show is hilarious, especially Gilfoyle. He's my favorite because he's such a crabby <laughs> bastard. I love the guy. <laughs> I love so that wait, show. where is it? Where's what? Silicon Valley. It's on HBO. HBO. Oh, it's HBO. Okay. Yeah, it's on no HBO. HBO. Really, really funny. And that damn Gavin, what a prick that man is. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that guy. He's such a jerk. <laughs> is anyone watching The Morning Show on Apple TV? I heard that's really good. Is it good? Is it good? It's really good. That's what I've heard. I, the latest episode, uh, the one that came out Thanksgiving week, mm-hmm. there is a scene, and I looked at it, and I said, there is Jennifer Aniston's Emmy submission. That's going to get her a nomination, mm-hmm. at least, if not the win. She's really good in this, and it makes me think she should have been back on TV probably about 10 years ago. Who is that now? Jennifer Aniston. She's Ooh. fantastic in this. Um, but Steve Carell's in it. Reese Witherspoon's in it. Um, but Steve, Steve is playing Matt Lauer. So really? It's really kind of interesting watching it play oh, out. Oh, he is. I mean, do we know that it's Matt Lauer or just it's a takeoff on Matt Lauer? It's a takeoff on Matt Lauer. Um, but you definitely see threads of what happened on the Today Show being echoed in the scripts on the morning show. I uh, played golf with Matt Lauer twice back, uh, I'd say about six, seven, eight years ago, something like that, down at Breakers. Breakers Reese Jones in Florida. Okay? Mm-hmm. What a prick. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
incredible. We knew this. We all knew this, though, didn't we? Oh, he was so arrogant, Kristen. I'm unbelievably arrogant. Like you know, he didn't think when he was a twenty-five million dollar a year star for them, and no one ever said no to him at NBC. No No one. Honest to God, Mm -mm. he basically. You got the impression that he was offended by the fact when he walked on the dirt that his shoes got dirty. I mean, honest to God, what a dick. Not a nice man at all. Came mm-hmm. from a very wealthy family, too, by the way. Oh, he oh, did? Yeah, down in, uh, God, I was trying to think of the neighborhood they live in. Now, he just happened to be there, and I got, I got, you know, put into his group, and I, oh, God, and then it happened again. You know, a great guy, though, accidentally. So I'm playing golf. I get, I get paired with this older guy, and the guy sucks, and I'm not much better. And we're just kind of slogging through the round, having a really nice time. Guy was the nicest guy in the damn world. So we finished the round. I go, hey, Jim, that was really nice playing with you. He goes, yeah, Tom, that's great. I hope we can play again sometime. I'm leaving. The pro comes out. He goes, you know who that was, don't you? I said, yeah, Jim. He's a great guy. He goes, it was James Patterson. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Wow. The, The second biggest bookseller of all time. Number one is still uh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling has sold more books than anybody in history, and James Patterson is right there. And I noticed he's got a new TV spot. He's got Allie Cross and what's the other? Alex Cross and what's the what's the woman's name? Because it, it's not Chris Cross. It's <laughs> Chris Cross. Chris Cross would be the uh, 90s duo hip-hop. from the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or that's the true. Backwards. What the hell's a woman's name? He's got Alex Cross, and there's a woman Let named Cross too. I thought it was Allie. Allie Cross, Alex and Allie. I don't know for sure. So what is this a commercial for? Uh, it's for his two books. He, he's releasing two books for Christmas. James oh, Patterson. Oh right, is. yeah. There's <clears throat> yeah because they're like each book plays off the other. Yes, that's exactly right. The books bang oh, it, go back and forth. Yep. Okay, there's a Lindsay Boxer. There's a Janelle Cross. One of those characters. Janelle Cross? Maybe it yeah. is Janelle. Maybe it's Alex and Janelle Cross. They have I don't an know. Alex Cross Jr. Really? Yep. He sold like, I, could, I don't know, $700 million worth of books or yeah, something. Yeah, and then there's Maria Simpson Cross and really? da- Damon Cross. Damon Cross, mm-hmm. Alex Cross, whomever Cross. Yeah, his books are awesome. But nicest guy in the damn world. Here's a guy who sold $700 million worth of books. He's worth a fortune. Nicest guy. You'd never know the guy had a dime. Because I didn't even know who the hell he was when I, I was playing golf with him. I had no idea who he was. And he, the last time I had him on the morning show, I said, uh, James, I actually played golf with you one time. He goes, where was that? And I said, at Breakers Reese Challenge. He goes, really? And I said, yeah, we got paired up. He goes, ah, was it fun? I said, yeah. We both hacked up the storm. And he goes, yeah, we, we must have. <laughs> so it was the nicest guy in the world. But in any case... So we got two more episodes of Silicon Valley, which I'm not happy about. I love the fact that Black Jesus is back, but now half the cast has died. (laughs) It's like, Jesus, they bring my show back, and then the cast starts croaking. What's that all about? It's not an episode if we haven't talked about Black Jesus. Oh, I love Black Jesus so much. Not a Tuesday. I just absolutely love it. I, my favorite is still that white woman who is an expert on Africa. <laughs> She's an expert telling black people what Africa is all about. Uh, I think it was just wonderful. <laughs> She's telling them this, that, and the other guy. She goes, you know, Booney, Booney, because Booney is a big fella. He's not as big as uh, Jesus. Um, is that audio weird? Nope. It's like coming in and out. Is that my brain? It might be your headphones yeah. are dying. Oh, that's might maybe be. what it is. Yeah, I can change them out. Oh, I think that's exactly what it is. But in any case, uh, so she's taught the white woman as an expert. She's got African art all over her house. Booney, you should, you're a runner. You like to exercise. He goes, yeah, I love exercise, man. It's wonderful. She goes, you should, you should go to Africa. Running in Africa would be great. And he goes, I don't think I could run on all that dirt and monkey shit. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. I love that show. So what's new for you? So you said, what was the name of the show I should watch you were talking about? The Morning Show on Apple. The Morning Show. No, what is Apple? What is that? Oh. Apple is the new Apple TV is the new streaming service that they have. Oh. Um, so anyone who has purchased a new iPhone recently does get a free subscription for the year. So I'm just letting you guys know that if anyone 
after like September, I think like 20th or something like that, you do have a free one year subscription to the service. You you have to have an Apple device to watch it, correct? Or can you? I watch it on Roku. Oh, okay. So it's like a a separate app. You don't need like a Apple. Correct. Fire stick nope. type thing. So there's it's an... just like um, Disney Plus. It's just like oh, Netflix. It is. You can watch it anywhere. Yep. Oh, I got to do it then because that, that, that I, yep. Steve Carell is a very <laughs> impressive guy. He's a weird guy though. You ever interviewed him? I have. I actually enjoy. I find him quirky, and I enjoy. Oh, he's it. very quirky. Yeah, he is yeah. very quirky. His sense of humor, I totally like align with. I get it. Oh my god, he's done some great stuff. The weirder, the better. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's really. Isn't it amazing that show went from a, a British, so a Britcom? They brought it over here, and pretty much everybody who was on that show, The Office, became a pretty big star. Oh, yeah, it was one of the biggest shows ever made. Really, it was. That show was funny though, especially Dwight. God, I love Dwight. Dwight was one of those guys. He used to listen to White Fruit. Fr- what? Dwight Fruit, and he listened to Froggy One Hundred and Five, wasn't it? Yep. It was like froggy. There is a great, I'm going to recommend a podcast, too. Um, it's called The Office Ladies, and Angela Kinsey's doing it alongside, oh. yes, um, Jenna, Jenna Fisher. And oh, they are going right. episode by episode and giving you the backstory, and it's fantastic. So I watch an episode on Netflix and then jump on over to the podcast. It's great. I oh. would love to do that. That is great. That is a very interesting kind of a podcast because people do like to hear the uh, comings and goings and ins and outs yeah. of the production yeah. mm-hmm. uh, of, a, of an yeah, episode like that. Yeah, you get like writing that. insight. You get um, you even just hear of like when certain people became friends or yeah. certain like people visited the set that day and how it impacted the story. Just really weird, quirky things, but they're really fun. Was there much ad-libbing, did they say? Um, it, it was interesting. It depends on who the writer was, so they do kind of go through that episode by episode, um, and then they will say this specific scene. They just told us, they gave us a general outline, and this whole scene was ad-libbed. So they mm. do talk about it when it happens. Wow. That, uh, that, would, be that good. would be good. Very interesting. That's a, that's a great tip. I like her, too, anyway. Jenna Fisher, I like her a lot. And Kate, what was her name? What's her name? Kate Flanagan? Kate Flannery, who just did Dancing with the Stars. Love her. She is very, very funny. Her family owns bar, a bar in Philadelphia. And you can kind of tell she's an Irish bar owner's daughter. <laughs> you can kind of tell that. It's, He's the nicest person. Oh, I God, she's very nice. with her, and she was the greatest. Yep, she's a very, very nice person. There's no getting around that. It, it's, that's... One thing I will tell you, the problem I have is that I woke up, because we just got back from Arizona, so I'm still kind of on Arizona time, so I woke up at 2 o'clock this morning. Mm. Thank you for that so much. <laughs> and I was going to watch a, a bunch of things, and I, I have I have so many shows recorded now, there is no way I can get to all of them. But I think broadcast television is driving itself right out of business. I think it, they're making huge mistakes in their programming. Um because everything is political now. Everything's about race mm-hmm. or politics. Everything. That's why we just watched the Hallmark Christmas movies. There you go. <laughs> Pretty hard to get political with Santa. Same thing every time, but hey. Yeah, I think the only thing on network television that gets good ratings is football. That's about right, yeah. Everything is yep. under double digits now. The, mm-hmm. the number one show out of football season has fewer than 10 million viewers. That is wow. un- isn't that amazing? And the drop has been drastic. If you look at oh, like yeah. a long running show worse. over yep. the last five years, they've gone from say fifteen million, and now they're down. They're they're struggling to get five six million. They are. Yep. Well, how do they not understand that doing what they've been doing for the past ten years isn't working? Right. They need to try something. Exactly. If, if you're dropping, you have to change course. You don't just speed up. Except yesterday but, on the morning show, I got to be honest with you, I did get a, I did get a dig in, which was good. I said, you know, the shift from millennials now into, uh, you know, away from basically what boomers really liked. The only upside for me was all those TV stations and newspapers that blasted me are all going under. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a great time for me. That's all I'm saying. If that is if that isn't. Uh, Man, I have a hard time believing that less than 10 million viewers. Less than 10 million. And that includes shows like 60 Minutes and all the rest of them. They have, it's fewer. And it's, I don't, 
Kristen, am I am I wrong? They're going to be down to about seven million as the top show next year, aren't they? Yeah, you know, outside of football. oh, easily. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very easily you can see it. I mean, I you can see the drop happening season to season. Yeah, I always follow like the Dancing with the Stars ratings just because that show went from twice a year, two nights a week. It's down to once a year, one night a week, yeah. and dropping from double digits. It was in the top 10 as of two years ago. It is not even anywhere near the top 30. No. I mean, they're just hemorrhaging viewers, and that is just a reality competition show. You have to take a look at the scripted shows where they are much more expensive to produce, oh. um, and the networks are scrambling. Well, how do, how do they, if you're only reaching that many viewers, how do they justify the ad rates then? Because yeah, the and what they're have... trying to do, it, it's that 18 to 49, and, and that's what it is. If they're retaining at least 18 to 49, they're still able to charge some of the rates. If they're not, they do have to reduce advertising rates. Does anybody under 40 watch television? Broadcast television, I mean? Not, not really. I don't think they honestly. do, and they and don't listen to the radio why either. the advertising model doesn't even work. Because no. the person who is still watching broadcast television is over 60. Yep. Because that's what they grew up on. Yep, that's exactly right. So good luck to them. Well, I stopped watching broadcast TV 20 years ago. Yeah. I did. It was awful then. Well, one thing I can guarantee you, there are two things that in every show, and I don't give a rat's ass about it, it's just that every show has to do it. If there's a white woman, her boyfriend's a black guy. Every time. And if there's a white guy, he did it. <laughs> Every show. He or he's stupid. Or he's just really stupid. Yeah, all the bad criminals on broadcast television now are white men. It's Once you be a little more obvious with your personal daddy didn't love me enough thing. Ring doorbell ads are that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Well, people have been mentioning, they've been mentioning that for decades. What's that? If there's a commercial for like a home security thing, yeah. the burglar is always a white guy. It's always white, yeah. Because That's if right. it wasn't, people would freak out. Once again, which is racist because if you tra- you treated everybody the same, there would be a mix of skin colors in, in good guys, bad guys, good women, bad women. That's That would be like mature and clear thinking. Never going to happen. But it's never going to happen. Because, see, and Kristen, am I wrong? Uh, to me, that's racist. When you have to cut, co- oh, we can't have a black thief. It has to be a white guy. Well, why not? The human being, there are plenty of bad black people and bad white people and bad every colored people. Calm there down. Are bad pe- there are a lot of bad people. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bad people. That's it. And it's real, what's really bad is that your hour goes by in about two minutes. Way to go, birthday girl. I know. Yay! The most important question. Is there cake today? What? There is cake today. I'm actually more of a cupcake person, so That's okay. I told Ooh, my I husband, I was like, don't come home until you have a chocolate cupcake with too much frosting, too much vanilla frosting on top from Big Sugar Bakery. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Enough to make your teeth hurt. Good for you. What if I just yeah. send you some yes, Hostess I love cupcakes. frosting. About, I like cake. I love frosting. So oh, I was yeah. like, just have them put on an extra huge gob of frosting. And um, I understand. Yeah, and I, I told them exactly where I wanted it from. And I'm like, that is dinner tonight. You don't have to feed me anything else. That's wonderful. Well, happy birthday, Kristen. It's an it's a, a it's an absolute pleasure working with you. Another great year. We have a couple more shows before the end of the year. But on your birthday, I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate your time. You're great to work with. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank True you so that. much, guys. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Bye, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back.